It's the it's the dignity, it's the wisdom, it's the it's the horse sense of the guy. You know what? This is crap. We're gonna stop this. I can't stand it. Run it again. Huddle up and run it again. We're rolling now. <laughs> I think so. Microphones are on. Marker eight ten go. The Eggies. Merrill for the lead. He's the Jazz. High schools. Also's gonna take it on the quarterback draw. He's to the 30, the 25, makes the move to the 20, 15, 10, 5. He's into the end zone. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Number four of my best non-sports sports. Wife carrying. I beg your pardon? It's the full court press with Eric Franson and AJ Selvison. Because what you're really saying when you're using all this blabberish is, AJ, you were right and I was wrong. That's what I'm hearing from you. 1069 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Eric Franson, AJ Salveson with you here on a Monday. Eventful weekend. We'll go through some of the things that happened with high school, with college, with professional, from the high school level to the NBA, from the Pro Bowl to whatever else was going on over this weekend. We'll try to cover it. Update you on what's happening with uh, Utah State specifically. We got uh, men's basketball moving up in the in the uh, net rankings in the Mountain West, very well represented in the upper uh, half of the net, which is always really, really good. So we'll update you on those numbers. The latest RPI numbers are out for high school basketball. It's the final week of the regular season for high school hoops, for Region 11 at least. And so we'll uh, update you on those schedules. Uh, What is the uh, Region 11 girls basketball matchup of the week that we'll be covering on Cash Valley Daily? And uh, who won pick six? So we'll get into all of that a little bit later on here on the show. Uh, but uh, as always, you're welcome to chime in as well. 435-339-0321 on our Guild Mortgage text line. Whatever's on your mind, agree, disagree, hot takes, even cold takes. We'll uh, we'll go through all of those uh, and uh, update you on what's going on. And um, certainly, uh, for starters, but this Utah State men's basketball team but continues to be hot, especially in the second half. They've had a couple of games here where they've been really closely contested games in the first half, and then the Aggies just really pull away in the second half, offensively, defensively. And uh, in this winning streak that they're in the middle of, every win has been by at least 15 points or more. And it's by, it's because there are multiple guys contributing, multiple guys stepping up, and uh, doing their part, and uh, that's what's really fun about this team. Yes, Justin Bean has had some phenomenal games, especially against UNLV Saturday afternoon. Just a monster of a game out of Justin Bean. But uh, other guys are stepping up too and playing their roles and doing what they need to do. So uh, for me, what I wanted to ask today is during this stretch where Utah State, they were competitive in so many games in conference play, but they just couldn't quite get over the hump. They would lose these games by like a possession or at least a possession late and just couldn't get over the hump. Had that little break and now they're they're winning by good margins. So from you as you've watched these games as you have you as you have attended these games. 
What do you see as the biggest difference? What are you seeing different out of this team now compared to what was going on in early January? So what what has been so different about this team? Because it's not that they're just winning, but they're winning with healthy margins. 435-339-0321 if you want to weigh in on that. Um, And I think for me, I, I think... The thing that stands out to me the most is they've gotten back to just really high-level uh, ball movement and uh, getting multiple guys involved um, and uh, buying into the, the team concept. Not that they were getting away from the team concept before, but the ball was sticking a little bit too much before. And look, the, the assist to field goal ratio continues to be super, super high. And the, and the turnovers are down too. Just It's much cleaner basketball the way things are going right now for Utah State. Uh, 22 assists on 32 made field goals. And it's that was the story on Saturday, and that's pretty much been the story uh, during this current winning streak. Part of it, yes, is they're playing the bottom half of the schedule, uh, whereas during that losing streak, they were playing the top half of the schedule. And we know there's high-level basketball being played right now in the, in the Mountain West. So the level of competition is part of it. But look, it started at Air Force. That's Those problems were starting to be evident then, and they just couldn't get out of it. Uh, they've turned it around, and now they're playing some really good basketball. But look, they beat San Diego State on this current stretch, on this hot streak that they're in right now. So it's not like they're all bad teams. They're all mediocre teams that they're beating. So uh, I just this is a really, really fun team to watch. But, man, can we – I don't know that we can say enough about Justin Bean. 32 points, 10 boards, 3 assists, 1 steal. Uh, the guy was all over the place. Um, you know, Bryce Hamilton, he had himself a game, too, putting on 33 but uh, there was an NBA scout in the arena, and Justin Bean definitely gave him his money's worth and worth the time to be there in person. Uh, but it wasn't just him. I mean, Horvath has been great. Uh, he almost had a double-double on Saturday with 17 points, nine boards, five assists. Uh, Ashworth continues to play really, really well in the starting lineup with 14 points, seven assists. And it looks like that's maybe going to be a permanent uh, fixture there. Rylan Jones came off the bench with in, in 22 minutes of play, played solid, uh, dished out four assists, and uh, grabbed a, a, a steal along the to go with it. But it seems like Ashworth, just in the flow of how things are going, has settled into that starting role, and Rylan is coming off the bench. Now, how will that be this week? I'm not sure. Uh, it may be... It may vary based on who they're playing, what the situation looks like, uh, you know what what the matchups are, and really who's doing better in in uh, practice. So, don't know, but um, certainly looks like this this current starting lineup is playing really really well for uh, Coach Odom and this team. Um, you know the the bench was a little bit quieter on Saturday afternoon. It was most of the starters getting the the bulk of the work done. Uh, Shulga came off the bench for 14 minutes. 
uh, only had two points. You know, Jones only had two points. Um, you know, Trevin Dorius, he had one that uh, he put in. It's only six be- six points off your bench. But um, when Justin Bean's going off like he like he did, uh, five for seven from beyond the arc, I mean, just phenomenal game for Justin, really showcasing his uh, overall skill and how he's adapt, uh, kind of evolved his game and uh, showcasing that he can do multiple things on the court uh, for USU. So um, the, currently the standings right now, Boise State is still on top. They're half a game ahead of Wyoming in the latest standings. They're 9-1, and one, Wyoming's 8-1. and one. Colorado State at 7-3, and three. San Diego State at 5-3. and three. So San Diego State's a game behind Colorado State. Fresno State is at six and four, but they're tied with the Aztecs. And then there's Utah State at six and five, a half a game behind both San Diego State and Fresno State. So, real legit shot here. Utah State can move up and be that number four team in the Mountain West Conference. And a lot of these bracketology quote unquote experts are really starting to catch on to just the high level of basketball being played in the Mountain West right now and are saying that the Mountain West is a four-bid league with Utah State currently on the outside looking in, but they're talking about Utah State now being in the mix as one of those teams to keep an eye on and and could be that one of those four teams in. I don't know that the Mountain West will be a five-bid league. Uh, it would be awesome if it happened, sure, but uh, I don't know that they that it will happen. But it certainly could. I mean, look what's going on in the in the NCAA net rankings on this Monday. Uh, Wyoming, Boise State, Colorado State, they're all in the top 40. That's 30, 34, and 40, respectively. Utah State right there at 43. So you look at the net rankings, Utah State's right there. They've been slowly climbing that uh, net uh, in those rankings. San Diego State at 54, Fresno State at 56. So six teams in the top 60. Super impressive with what's going on uh, in the conference right now. And so uh, a busy week this week. Utah State's got a big matchup tomorrow on the road in Laramie uh, to take on the Cowboys. And that was a close game when it was here in Logan. A game that Utah State could have won, had opportunities to win. Uh, so they've, look, it's, you got to feel at least confident that you can compete, that the Aggies can compete with the Cowboys because of how things went in Logan. Yes, it's in Laramie. It's a tough place to play. They're playing very well at home. But Utah State should know, look, the way they're playing now, the way they competed with them last time, that uh, they should be able to be in there and uh, be competitive with the Cowboys, who've had some close games. Uh, Yes, they've been able to find some ways to win, to their credit, but they're not blowing teams away. So Utah State should feel like they can uh, go in there and compete with them. Because, look, Wyoming in their last couple of games um, barely beat Fresno State. That was in Fresno. A really close game with Boise State uh, in Laramie. An overtime game against Colorado State. So that was close. Uh, Air Force played within a bucket. Um, Boise State played within a possession. Uh, New Mexico by two points. So they've had this huge, this long stretch of games that have been really, really close. Now, to their credit, they're finding ways to win. 
But um, they're look. This is a team that Utah State should be able to compete against and play well with. Uh, Ek is uh, is an issue. Maldonado is an issue. Uh, but uh, look, the way this Aggie team is playing right now, AJ, a lot of confidence for Utah State and how they're taking care of business against. But yes, maybe some of the middle of the road to lower tier part of the Mountain West. But with the game in San Diego State in there too, look, this is a team that's playing well. Period. Regardless of who they're facing. Hey, I'm sorry, I'm late. Um, I, <laughs> I'm just. <laughs> I'm sitting there like working on some audio for us, and I'm trying to cut up some stuff, and I'm just like totally into it. And then I'm like, huh, what time is it? 4.12. Okay, I got time. Wait, 4.12! So, yeah, sorry about that. Good, good to see your face, AJ. <laughs> Thanks for showing up today for <laughs> Thanks work. Thanks for coming in part of your diminished rule. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, you, you're 100% right, man. This is a really big couple weeks for the Aggies. I call it a measuring stick um, stretch here because look the Aggies have been really good as of late right but only one of those games was against a team that actually is a quality I, I think a top is it top 50 net is that right what, would you San Diego State was yeah but that was the only one right out of that yeah. five game stretch or what yeah and well, so they just got through yeah yes so and you beat all those teams by 15 plus points it's the first time the Aggies have done that in a conference stretch since 2012 uh, this is a huge measuring stick uh, stretch here for the Aggies. And then, I mean, Wyoming has been incredible at home, and the wins that they've got at home have been very impressive, and the way they've been able to do it is even more impressive. Um, it, and it's going to be a challenge. Wyoming is probably going to be your biggest challenge out of all of that for a couple of reasons. One of them I won't mention on air. But it, it's going to be a tough It's going to be a tough one in Wyoming. That's going to be a really, really uh, just bar-measuring kind of a game for the Aggies. But you said it, Eric. Great, they have great confidence. Look, they've won the last five games by 15-plus points. They've dominated all these guys. They've do- I mean, they've dominated some good talent. You think of like, how good Bryce Hamilton is. Sure, he had 30 points, but he had to work his butt off to get that 30. Um, and we figured out a starting lineup that's been really, really key for the Aggies. And I think it works both offensively and defensively. And it doesn't hurt that when you're bringing Ashworth off, you're bringing Ryland Jones on. Um, so a lot of good things are going in the way of the Aggies, but this is <laughs> this is a massive couple weeks coming up for the Aggies. And if you can go, Eric, optimistically, I'll say, if you can go two and two in this stretch, because I think they're going to throttle Nevada come Friday evening. But if you can go two and two in this stretch, win either at Wyoming, Boise State, or San Diego State, I think you're in really, really good hands going into uh, the Mount West Conference tournament, or at least the final stretch of the week in, against Colorado State at home. Yeah, this is a tough week for Utah State. Uh, it, well, the next two weeks, really, really, really challenging for the Aggies because a lot of it's on the road, and it's against high-level competition. Um, three of the next four are all quad one games <laughs> at Wyoming. Uh, tomorrow versus Nevada on Friday. That's not a quad one game. But that's the only game on national television in this stretch, which is weird. But uh, So at Wyoming, at San Diego State, at Boise State, all three of those are quad one games. Utah Huge. State's only one in six in quad one games. This is a really important stretch for Utah State, not only to move up in the standings, but also to improve their resume as a potential at-large team which earlier this month, I never would have thought it was possible. 
But it's still in the works, Ajay. It's still possible. But Utah State has to have more on their resume. They have to prove they can beat good teams on the road to be considered as a potential at-large team. Yeah, and, and 6543 texting to the Gil Mortgage text line, Eric, and says, we've had problems with teams with big guys. Not aware that we've had, uh, not aware that we have solved that issue yet. Um, uh, San Diego State uh, yeah. had some length. Yeah, I, I was going to say, I think San Diego State was, look, Armis had one of those games that, like, I think it's going to happen once in his career. He's uh, Those were both career highs for him that night. I don't know if he gets away with that again. And I think that the Aggies look at film. I think Coach Dixon looks at film as the big man guy and says, hey, if we try this and this, I think we have a chance to maybe contain Armis a lot more than we did, and then we'll see what we can do with Shaver. Um, but I, I feel like the big man situation has gotten better, if I might say. I don't know if it's cleaned up perfectly in any, in any stretch of the, the matter, but it's definitely gotten better. Um, and, and, and Eric... <laughs> Maldonado, I mean, and by the way, and I've, you and I have talked about this too, this, this, this first team All-Mountain West Conference could be one of the most difficult decisions we've had in the last 10 years. Not a joke. Oh, Maybe last nine. Players all over this conference. I mean, you've got E.K., Bean, Maldonado, uh, Shaver, Hamilton, Sherfield, uh, Roddy. Roddy. Oh, yeah, I didn't even mention Stevens. Roddy. Stevens is definitely on that list as of right now as well. You're looking at eight guys who are competing for five spots. That's what we're staring at. And, I mean, and it can go, you could flip a coin on any of them. You could say, yeah, I get it. I understand. Thistlewood? No. I just like to say his name. I, I know. I just look for excuses you are to say his name. And you say it in such a creepy way, too, man. <laughs> I don't get it. But, Eric. <laughs> These quad one wins, and, and I love what you brought up, the fact. The Aggies have, you said one quad one win, is that right? One. And how many attempts have they had? So Seven. They're one and six in games that are quad one games. That just can't do. That, that has to be better, Eric. Right. They, they can look and say, okay, you're high in the net, but how are you against good competition? And right now they're going to look at it and say, well, you're not. We want to invite somebody to the tournament who has proven they yeah, can play they well and have a and I'm not saying Utah State needs to get that to an even because that's just not going to happen. No. Maybe with some help with the conference tournament, it can get close. But they have to win these games. Okay, so realistically, what would you say would get them back into that conversation or at least put them on the good side of the quad one conversation? How many in this stretch do they need to win to get there? So they've got three road games coming up. Yep. I think they have to go at least two and one. I would agree. I would absolutely 100% agree with At you. At least. And I think it's doable. I honestly, okay, because I think, again, Wyoming's going to be really tough tomorrow. I think they can go beat Boise. Granted, Leon Rice is a little you-know-what to the referees, and he's going to be begging for calls and this and that and the other. Um, But... Man, I think it's a doable game, and I think it's possible to go in at San Diego State. They're on, I mean, they barely got by Nevada. They really And that struggled. was without Sherfield and without the other guy, too, who was it? I can't remember who it was. But they were missing two key guys in that game, and they still nearly beat San Diego at San Diego State. You go out there, and I think if you go play your, your type of ball game and make it your type of ball game, and you get Bradley, and you get into Bradley's head, and you make Bradley have, think he has to do it on his own, you have a really good shot at winning that basketball game next Saturday. Or next Tuesday, I guess it would be, because you play Boise State next Saturday. Um, but it's winnable. It is absolutely winnable. And I'm 
I'm excited about this stretch. I really am. I could not be more thrilled. I just wish we would have split those. Like we would have the chance to split it. For example, we would have beat Boise, beat Wyoming here, so we don't have the pressure of having to go to Wyoming and going to win there instead. Now you have to win at Wyoming. Now you have to win at Boise. San Diego State. If you split, you split. But if you, I mean, win those two games, and you're you're well into the conversation of an at-large bid. Yeah, but these being able to win on the road at a in a, in a quad one game, I think that's that's really strong mm. resume builder right there. Yes, you want to hold serve at home, absolutely. But picking up a quad one victory on the road that really helps catch the attention of the uh, those who are you know the the selection committee. And just how that looks on your overall resume. So these are really big opportunities for USU. Huge, yeah. Uh, and <laughs> but I want to throw this question out again for those who may have missed it earlier, because I know AJ counts himself as one. Oh, jeez. But during this stretch of this uh, winning streak for Utah State, as we mentioned, they're winning these games by wide margins now, especially in the second half, really separating themselves offensively and defensively from their opponents. But what what's been the difference for Utah State? Because they had a stretch there where they were competitive, but they were losing by a possession. Just they couldn't get over the hump. And like that, they're beating teams by wide margins. So what has stood out to you? What's the biggest difference? Is it the lineup changes? Is it something that you've noticed how the Coach Odom is drawing up plays? Uh, is it a specific player that's doing things differently? Like What has stood out to you as you've watched this team over these last few weeks uh, and really kind of flip a switch and start to climb in the standings in the Mountain West Conference. Uh, 435-339-0321 on our Guild Mortgage text line. Let us know what you think on that. And as we continue to review a lot of different things that happened over the weekend, uh, high school RPI is out. The net rankings are updated. Uh, we had a very controversial thing happen you with You and I need to have a conversation about this. Uh, with, uh, with, with girls basketball, it's... Kind of raising some eyebrows. So we'll get into that coming up on the Full Court Press. Cold weather is here. Let the gold medal winner in the Best of Northern Utah's Fireplace category help you update your home with Napoleon's full line of gas or wood-burning products. Building a new home? Let the professionals at Advanced Fireplace and Stove design and install your fireplace. From traditional to modern, Napoleon has something for every design and every budget. Install a product that will allow your family to make memories for years to come. Stop by at their showroom or visit them at advancedfireplaceandstove.com. This is Ryan at My Mattress. My wife and I were laughing the other day because she read an article about things not to buy online. The first thing was prom dresses. Dresses advertised versus dresses delivered. Needless to say, what people thought they were getting is not what they got. It's much the same with mattresses. Almost always, buying a mattress online ends in buyers being let down. At My Mattress, we try to always exceed expectations. Lower prices than online and better beds. Only at My Mattress. Winter is upon us, which is the best reason to have a clean and healthy home. This is Daryl with Kim Drive Northern Utah. Let us come and make your carpets, rugs and upholstery and hardwood as clean as it can be. Platinum certified with the Carpet and Rug Institute and Indoor Air Quality Association. Kim Drive's hot carbonation and quick dry times will leave your homes healthy and ready to combat the cold and flu season. We're a company that you can trust. Call Kim Drive of Northern Utah. Kim Drive of Northern Utah. Kim Drive of Northern Utah. Four three five seven five two six one hundred. This keep it on the download here is the Dan Patrick Show. This set up perfectly for doubt. 
you have a good offense, you have impact players on defense, you had home field advantage, and then you beat yourself. You do stupid things. You let the 49ers manhandle you for the first three quarters. You let Jimmy Garoppolo beat you. Dan Patrick. The Dan Patrick Show. Weekday mornings from 7 to 10 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. This is Nate Lamson with Valley Office Systems. Did you know that Valley Office Systems is a local company with Utah ownership and we are debt-free with 47 years of industry experience? Valley remains your safe and smart choice for document solutions and all things office. Visit valleyofficesystems.com. Talking the sports you care about. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. We'll go back to Full Court Press. Eric France and AJ Salveson. <laughs> Do we go over there? Hey, uh, 2776 text in. How about the gymnastics meet Friday, AJ? Oh, I loved it. I uh, I went to that meet. That was really cool to see. Um, that Brielle Bryan girl is incredible. She was on the beam, okay? And I got, like, front row seats, right? Because I'm AJ. And they hooked me up with front row <laughs> ticket seats. <laughs> then why did you leave early? Um... Yeah, I had to spend the next day, like, nine hours inside the Spectrum, and I needed to go home and do some prep. So, <laughs> yeah, I needed to get out. I needed to go home. Some of us got to go to bed early, the older we get. <laughs> no, but I, I thought Brielle Bryant was wonderful. I, I, I mean, congratulations to the gymnastics Aggies who beat uh, both Southern Utah and Ball State in that meet. Um, they weren't great on the uneven bars, but they were really good on everything else. Uh, they were great, on, especially on the floor. I thought their, their floor routine was incredibly good. So, congrats to them. Uh, that was awesome. That was that was a cool experience to be a part of. I know I left, like the meet started at seven. I left like at eight fifteen. I I had to spend nine hours out of the next day, so I just it was time to go home. It really was. You'd seen enough of the spectrum. Right? <laughs> yeah, I got to see more of it this weekend. Five eight seven nine. Uh, in regards of your question, Eric, about you know what is the difference? He says it's more passing, no more iso ball, and that's what I love. Is I think it was against San Jose State. That ball was just moving. I mean, it was everyone touching the ball. Every part of the court had a, you know, saw the ball. It, it post, out, post, in, in and out game was great. Drive, kick, it was awesome. Now, the problem is you're also passing up a, a few too many shots. Like, if you got an open look, take the shot. But, uh, you know, I guess sometimes you pass it up for a better look if you see it. Uh, there's the one play that's gone going viral this weekend. Yeah, Duck Duck Goose. It's a uh, it's a new yeah new version of the spin cycle, of uh, you know we've seen it with the Utah Jazz. They pass that ball everywhere and it yeah. has defenders running like like mad. Um, Utah State had their own version of it, and literally it's like everybody's running around in yeah. a circle. Yeah, like Rylan takes a circle, Justin someone else free. takes a circle, and the third guy's all like woo. And I think I think the defender is is thinking they're going to copy that same that same route. And then so he turns and keeps going on the circle, and who was it? Horvath for the layup? Who was that? It got I the think layup. It was Bean, wasn't it? Was it Bean? And he just like goes straight to the hoop. And the thing is, if people bolt bolt for Bean, Ashworth pops to the top of the key and is wide open. I mean, wide open. So uh, to the person who posted the play, I love that you did it, but I'm sure Coach Owen's like, no. What are you doing? <laughs> don't do that. Don't, That's don't let my everybody play. study that. I've seen Seco of Puerto Rico. <laughs> uh, yeah. 
Six, seven, eight, nine, USU sudden success, cocaine and Ritalin before every game. What in the world is your problem, six, seven, eight, nine? It's Smarties crushed up. You know the drill. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, again, they they do. But the ball movement has been so good. And the other thing about it, can I just say, Ashworth in the starting lineup over Ryland. It's, it's done it's wonders. It's making a big difference. It, it's, like, originally, I no, pushed back against that being a no permanent fixture. And that's no against Ryland. It's just the fact that Ashworth working. is a really, really, really good defender. And he it's almost like he's on seven Mountain Dews. He's just running around like a madman, and he doesn't get tired. Well, Utah State, in the last couple, the, the first half has been kind of close. It's like yeah. back and forth about anybody's game. And then in the second half, they just really separate. Like, uh, UNLV was held scoreless for, like, Forever, like uh, what was it? Going back over here, they scored at uh, twelve minutes to go, basically in the second half. They did not score again until six and a half. So, they, like almost six, five and a half, six scoreless minutes. I mean, the, the Aggie defense has stepped up. We talk about the offense and what's going on there. Oh, Certainly, the scoring has been so going good. up. But the defense has equally been good and doesn't get enough attention. Well, you get the three back to three actually it was two back to back steals. I think it was Ashworth and then Bean out or no, Ryland had a steal on just a lazy pass. Uh it was intended for Hamilton. I can't remember who it came from. But I mean he gets a steal, picks it off, goes the other way, puts in a layup. You're right. I mean, defense transitions transitions into offense, easy offense, quick points. And uh, I think that's kind of what separated that game. But man. Just a really, really impressive defensive performance on Saturday against UNLV. They're going to need something very, very similar or almost exactly like that to have a chance against Wyoming tomorrow night, Eric. Yeah, the, the Contra Maldonado just got recognized as the player of the week. Surprise, surprise. Third one this year, I think, too. Yeah, they're they're playing. He is really cruising. Good basketball. A, who is your... But they're not blowing people away. That was yeah. my point earlier. It's like, this. you have to go into... Gosh, January nineteenth against San Jose to find a game that they really like took care of their opponent. Hmm. Ever since then, they've been they've had it's like Utah State losing streak, but in reverse. They're winning these games. So give Wyoming a lot of credit for that. But these are all like one possession games. Eric, who would you have as your Mountain West Conference player of the year right now? Oh my gosh. I would probably lean to Maldonado. Just Wyoming's the best team right Me now. Too. Uh, he's playing no, you're, really good you're basketball. You're spot on. He's got three. D, he's got three conference player of the year or conference player of the weeks awards already. Three that leads everybody else. Um, he's my. I mean, he's the guy right now. And when they need it in clutch moments, it's Maldonado for the win every single time down the stretch. They just give the ball to Maldonado, and you get the heck out of the way. Kid is talented. He gets to the rim well. He shoots it well. He plays great defense. My absolute vote goes to Maldonado right now, without question, Eric. Yeah, I think that um, there's a couple different guys you can look at, but uh, I think that he right now is is separating himself a little bit more just because of his consistency. And other guys can have good games, but I think because of his consistency and look, this is a Wyoming team that keeps finding ways to win close games. And he's the best player on the court making that happen. Now, EK has also had some big games for him too, but I think Maldonado is probably a little more consistent in that, in that way. So uh, that's where I'd probably lean more to giving him the nod over EK. 
Yeah, it's a, again, it's a very talented conference. So I looked at Joe Lunardi's thing, and I, and I usually try not to, to, to look at those. I actually try to avoid them until we get to like late February, first week of March, but it's been all over the board. And you see that Utah State's in the next four out. You win, if you go 2-2, two and two, or if even you go 3-1 and one in this next four games, you're in. Like, you're in the at-large bid conversation without question. Still need to take care of business in the Mount West Tournament by getting to the semifinal championship. And the other crazy part, Eric, is right now, as good as the Aggies are playing, they're still sitting on the outer spot where they're playing on, on uh, the first day of the tournament. They're still on the first day of the tournament. They're sitting behind Fresno for, in sixth place. So as of right now, they got to play all four days. Yeah, that's a good point. Is that crazy or what that, to you? That is crazy. As good as they've played, they still got to play all four days right now. Now, here's the good news, and someone put this out on Twitter, credit to them, but they I tweeted something out about what our schedule looks like, and they said, well, look at Fresno's schedule, and it's just as mean. I mean, they still got to go to San Diego, Colorado State, play home against Colorado State. They got to go to UNLV. I mean, it is a really, really tough schedule for them. So Fresno State's not out of the woods either, so if the Aggies can just – shake some victories off the tree from here and there. They should be able to pass Fresno and get that fifth spot for a bye and then uh, play on Thursday. That would be the hope. Yeah, that's a good point. It, it's about uh, positioning in the uh, in the standings and trying to continue to play well. Because um, they, if they, they move up a little bit, yeah, they avoid that uh, extra game. You know, they have one extra day for rest, one extra day for preparation, and uh, more favorable uh, matchups as well, but half a game from moving ahead of both San Diego State and Fresno. That's crazy. Yeah, you're again. I mean, you might get a little bit of help too. I don't even know what San Diego State schedule is right now, Eric. If if uh, what they actually San Diego State. Yeah, men's basketball. What is their schedule? Okay, so coming up, they've got uh, Nevada on Wednesday. Nah. Then they are at UNLV. That's a, okay. They host San Jose. Crap. And then they host Fresno State. That's their next two weeks. <laughs> Come on. So that's pretty favorable for them. Uh, but here's how they end it. It's all on the road. Oh, it is? At Colorado State, at Wyoming, at Air Force. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's not fun. See, that's the thing is, look, as much as it sucks that you got to play this, this bottom half stretch on the road with three of the next four, after that, you've got... I think they go to Fresno State, right? But then they've got Colorado State at home. Nevada's at home this Friday. You talking about Utah State? Yeah. So the Aggies next next four. Yes, please. Um, they are Wyoming, Nevada, Boise, San Diego. Where's the San Diego Boise? Hang on here. This can't be right. I thought they were at Wyoming tomorrow. They are. Why is ESPN saying they're at Colorado State? Because ESPN, don't ever trust ESPN for so many different reasons that I can't explain. Yeah, their next four is at Wyoming, home on Friday against Nevada, at San Diego State, and then at, then Boise, at State. Boise State. Yeah. After that, what is it, though? Do you know? Uh, I'm pulling up the Utah because State schedule. That's a good Utah idea. Uh, because I, I know they got Colorado State at home to finish it off on senior night. But I think they're at Fresno and at San Jose, if I'm not mistaken. Or no. 
Okay, so yeah, Wyoming on Tuesday. Yep. Nevada here on Saturday, on Friday. Yep. Then they're at San Diego State, at Boise State, and then after that they host New Mexico, uh, host Colorado State, travel to San Jose. So that's how they close it out. It's favorable for the Aggies after this stretch. Honestly, like after San, after Boise State, it's favorable for them the rest of the way. Right, because Colorado State here. That makes a difference. Yes. That helps. Absolutely. Yep, I would definitely, yeah, I think we're going to be all right. 3862 on the Gilded Mortgage text line. Did anyone watch the Colorado State-San Diego State game the other night? It was a thriller. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Colorado State was hanging by the thread there at the end for the last two minutes of basketball. Um. And honestly, if they go into overtime in that game, San Diego State wins. They would have found a whole nother gear to punch it into. That I, I think Colorado State would have lost every bit of momentum. If they go into overtime, it's over. Yeah, without question. Three eight six two. I didn't know who to root for. Yeah, I didn't root for either of them. Um, I mean, I definitely hate San Diego State with a passion, but I think just for standings based, I didn't mind Colorado State losing if they did. But uh, we'll take this. I mean, because like I said, now that you get a play, um, now that you get a play, San Diego State still on the road, but you get Colorado State at home, I'll take the San Diego State game and see if we can uh, sweep them. And if you sweep them, then you're in really good shape. Uh, Wyoming, looking at their schedule, so they host USU, they travel to San Jose, okay, they travel to New Mexico, they host Air Force. Good heck, that's... that's- Nice three in a row. Man, right no kidding. Uh, then they travel to Colorado State. There we go. Uh, host Nevada, host San Diego State, travel to UNLV, and then host Fresno State. See, that bottom half isn't too friendly either. Because Fresno State can get you. Yep. They're, they're not, I mean, they're honestly that team. They that barely just, beat them yeah. by two yeah. on Sunday. I wouldn't, I wouldn't ever cannot fresno state that first day of the mountain west conference tournament is going to be berserk because there could be some upsets on the horizon like nevada might just jump up and get you like surefield could have 30 unlv's bryce hamilton could have 45 and beat you you don't know like and so <laughs> whoever very true and so whoever who's in that whoever's in that thursday bracket you are kind of like oh geez we've got a face here on thursday they're we could see the more uh, the most upsets we've seen in a Thursday Mountain West Conference session than we've seen in a long, long time, Eric. Like an eight seed, if they beat that three seed, nobody should be surprised. Nobody should. Uh, the latest rankings, top 25 polls are out for both the coaches and the, uh, the AP. Wyoming is just on the outside looking in on both polls. So effectively 26th. Uh, Boise State's getting a fair number of votes. Those are the only two in the uh, AP. Uh, and the coaches, as mentioned, Wyoming's just on the outside. Boise State and Colorado State are both getting votes uh, from the uh, from the Mountain West. So uh, I think that we talked about this before. The Mountain West best best case scenario is to get a team ranked going into the top or into the uh, conference tournament, at least one ranked, if not two, which is still a possibility. Um, And then having those teams lose and the non-ranked teams in the uh, the championship game. 
And hopefully one of those is Utah that's State. State. Yep, that's what your hope is. I wouldn't rule it out at all, though. No. Because uh, if Boise State's ranked, um, well, it won't matter. But they won't make it to the championship game. Just, that's just their forte with Coach Rice. It just doesn't happen. Uh, 435-339-0321 if you want to weigh in. Biggest differences you're noticing on this Utah State men's basketball team, is it a style of play? Is it a player specifically on their current winning streak? Uh, Utah Jazz welcome Donovan Mitchell back and uh, made a big difference uh, in their game against the uh, Brooklyn Nets. And good to have him back in the Jazz uniform. And uh, talk about some sportsmanship. Uh, controversy at Ridgeline High School with the girls' basketball team. And coach got suspended. We'll talk about that coming up next on the Full Court Press. This is Jay with Daryl's Appliance. What happens when an appliance breaks down and the cost of the repair is more than the appliance value? You're stuck with a service call charge at most places, not at Daryl's. With our exclusive Under One Roof Loyalty Program, we discount the service call diagnostic charge when you decide to buy new from us instead of the repair. That's the Daryl's difference because service always comes first. Daryl's West on Airport Road, open until 6 p.m. on weekdays at 5 on Saturday. It's engagement season. Time to find the perfect ring. S.E. Needham Jewelers is known for beautifully cut diamonds at excellent prices. Guys, the sparkle is what matters most in the diamond you give your sweetheart. Our diamonds stand apart from those of other stores. Come view our diamonds under magnification. Select a diamond that fits your budget and then have it mounted in a ring that she'll love. Remember, you get S.E. Needham quality at internet pricing. Open Monday through Saturday, 10 to 7, where Utah gets engaged. S.E. Needham Jewelers, middle of the block, at the sign of the clock. If you're looking for your next pre-owned vehicle, buy it from a name that Utah has trusted for over 95 years. For generations, the Murdoch Auto Team has given Utah's pre-owned car, truck, and SUV buyers a comfortable, no-pressure buying experience. So go for the gold this February and get 1.99% financing for 72 months, plus no payments for 90 days, and a complimentary gift with every pre-owned vehicle purchase. When you walk through our doors, you feel like family at Murdoch Hyundai or online at MurdochHyundai.com. 1.99% APR must finance through GWCU. Not all buyers will qualify. See dealer for complete details. Offer ends 228 Nothing feels better. Nothing is more relaxing than a massage. A deep tissue or a relaxing Swedish massage from Academy Massage at the Sports Academy. Buy your sweetie a massage and get a 10% discount through Valentine's Day. Relax, rejuvenate, and revitalize yourself with a massage for both of you. 10% off all massages through Valentine's Day at the Sports Academy. This offer valid for members and non-members. The Sports Academy. Your club, your results, your life. West Point Dairy Products at Hiram is hiring. West Point Dairy Products has been manufacturing high-quality butter for over 25 years in Cache Valley. They're currently expanding and want you on their growing team. West Point Dairy Products offers competitive wages for entry-level positions starting at $18 per hour, full benefit packages, double time on Sundays, a $2,000 sign-on bonus, and tremendous opportunities for growth. For immediate consideration, call Express Employment Professionals at 435-213-9595. The Aggies are number one here. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. Welcome back to Full Court Press. Eric France and Ajay Salveson. Hey, 6211 text in. I was looking at the Aggie schedule to see when Fresno State comes to Logan. I found they don't come to Logan this year. Why is that? So it's a rotational schedule, which every year, um, from the other side of the conference, 
they'll split with a team where they end up not going to their place, or at least they'll just have one game, whether it's there or here. For example, I think San Jose State, or is it San Jose State? Did San Jose State, did we go to San Jose State this year at the end of the year? I can't remember now. You just told me to. Uh, okay, I'll look it up again. Because Fresno State, so every year on the other side of the conference, they'll have one team uh, that we just play one game against, whether it's here or at their place. And it's Fresno this year, but I think there's one more because Fresno doesn't come here. We went to Fresno, but San Jose State came here. And Aggies finish at San Jose. They do finish at San Jose. They okay. only played Fresno once. Okay, so that's the only team that we have. No, UNLV is the other one. That's right, UNLV. Uh, we don't, yeah, that's right. We UNLV do not go to Las Vegas. That's once. right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, so UNLV came here, but we don't go there. Fresno State, we go there, but they don't come here. That's, yeah. Everybody in the Mountain Division, you play home and home. Yep, everyone. So you have one from your division, one from their division that you'll split a home and home with. So, yeah. yeah it, it just, it's on a rotating basis. Yep. So it happened next year as well. Um, yeah. All right, uh, Eric, do we want to do pick six now? Do I want to? Um, Did I win or lose? Yeah, let's do pick six now. Let's do that. Uh, one of the topics we want to... It's probably best if we save it to the next hour. Uh, yeah, let's do that. Because we need we need some time to digest what's going on with Ridgeline and Logan. It's This isn't this isn't a one-sided issue. No. Uh, but, um, by the way, the RPI rankings are out for high school uh, basketball. That's posted on CashValleyDaily.com. Mm-hmm. Really no movement in girls, like... Whatever the rankings were last week are the same this week. Yeah, uh, there is movement for the boys. Uh, Green Canyon's moving up; they moved up two spots. Uh, Logan is moving up a little bit as well. No, sorry, Green Canyon moved up one spot. Logan moved up two. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a little bit of movement there, but um, yeah, go check those out at CashValleyDaily.com. R- Ridgeline in girls still number one. Skyview's number three. Uh, Green Canyon's number five. Mountain Crest 6, Bear River 11, and Logan 13 for girls RPI. For boys, Ridgeline is third in all of 4A, followed by Skyview at 4, Green Canyon at 5, Logan is at 10, Bear River 12, and Mountain Crest at 13. So that's uh, the latest rankings from RPI. And this time of year, you look at the RPI rankings and you look at the region standings, and they don't necessarily match. Like a team can be playing well in region, but be below somebody else. But it's the uh, total season that comes into play there. So that's why you see some teams with a better RPI ranking than where they are in the current standings. For example, Green Canyon is six and two in region play for the boys, but they're behind Skyview, who's got a four and four record in region play. But it's because of Skyview's total body of of work on their entire season. That puts them ahead of Green Canyon hmm. by one spot. So Green Canyon and Ridgeline, it's a big uh, showdown coming up on Wednesday. Always is. Because uh, it's a chance for first place. Green Canyon still playing for a shot to uh, be first place in region. And uh, Ridgeline trying to solidify their spot as one of the top teams in all of 4A. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. All right, uh, pick six results. <sighs> a recap of what happened over the weekend. We'll see how we did. Uh, total points by UNLV. Set the line at 68.5. I took the under. AJ, you took the over. They scored 75. Okay, so you got that one. Uh, 
Donovan Mitchell points versus the Nets in his return to the Jazz. Uh, we set the line at 18 and a half. I'm just going to play a video game or something on my phone. He took the under. I took the over. He scored 27. Big return from Donovan Mitchell. Uh, who would win the Pro Bowl? I thought this was a good line to put in there. I got razzed for it. Uh, AFC or NFC? I took the AFC. AJ took the NFC. AFC won 41 to 35. Uh, for the Utah State women's basketball game on uh, Saturday against UNLV. And I had it up and now I've clicked out of it. Because there are two players. And I can't remember how you pronounce their names, Ajay. Because I just wrote Q and R. So you're going to have to help me out of this one. Because I tried pronouncing your name once and you said that's not right. It's called You called her Quesadilla. No, I did not call her Quesadilla. Her, her name's Quesada. Quesada, okay. And the, the other one... You just one, wrote Q and R? Yes, I'm, I'm trying to Come write on, her. Come Eric, like, have some respect. The clock was on us. I had to be fast. It's Randawa. Randawa, okay. Quesada won. She had 17. Yep. Randawa had seven. Yep. We both picked Quesada. Did you pick Quesada? Yes, we oh. both did. Like you both got that one right. Uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo, points for the Milwaukee Bucks on Sunday. Line was set at 31.5. I took the over, you took the under. He actually scored 28. So, that's another one for you. And then, who would have more points? Justin Bean or Bryce Hamilton? This was close. Hamilton had 33. Bean had 32. I picked Hamilton. You picked Bean. So that one was right for me. So Wait, you picked who? Hamilton. He had 33, you said? Yeah. So I had four. You had three. Tiebreaker doesn't matter. But it was cl- I was close, Ajay. Shut up, Eric. Came down to the last one. Shut up. I hate this game. Why By the way, why did, what are you getting me for last week's pick six? Oh, I yeah, still I still owe it. you. Yeah, I don't know. I'll, I'll find something out of my fridge or something. What do Valentine's Day and Jarek's have in common? They're both all about the romance. Jarek's Fine Jewelry has a great selection of men's and women's watches, earrings, bracelets, necklaces, and yes, engagement rings. Don't sweat it out worrying about where to get the perfect gift. Just come to Jarek's. Through Valentine's with any purchase, receive a forever metal rose handcrafted by metal petals. Valentine's Day and Jarek's, they're both all about the romance. Jarek's Fine Jewelry. Make it special. Make it Jarek's. Ascent Aesthetics is a premier aesthetic practice. Drs. Benyon, Blotter, and Robinette of Cash Valley Ear, Nose, and Throat are proud to offer you a professional aesthetics team. The Ascent team is passionate about education, best techniques, products, procedures, and services. If you're looking for help with Botox, fillers, microneedling, laser hair removal, medical-grade facials, or skincare, Ascent will help you feel confident, beautiful, and refreshed. See which Ascent service is right for you and learn more at AscentAesthetics.com. That's AscentAesthetics.com. Hey, it's Jackson with Mountain West Motor, inviting you to check out our new location at 615 North Main in Logan. If you're looking for a rig that will turn heads on the road, each vehicle on our lot has been customized and built for your adventure. Whether it's hauling kids, hauling trailers, or roaming in the mountains, choose from our collection of trucks and SUVs at Mountain West Motor like no other dealership in Cache Valley. Visit us at mwmotor.com. Mountain West Motor, built for your adventure. This is Dave Simmons for Les Olson Company. Your team's in the locker room, ready to 
to get out there and play to win. But you see a player you don't recognize. They're wearing your jersey and even know your coach's name. But who are they? Would you let this stranger look at your team's playbook? That's exactly how phishing attacks work. In 2020, the number of phishing attacks against businesses doubled compared to the previous year. Don't take risks. Take action with the Les Olson Security Suite. Get your free network assessment at lesolson.com. It's the Full Court Press. Honestly, screw Tom Brady. My bobblehead dolls and jerseys are all going in the trash. Bonfire, my house. I'm out with Tom Brady. I hate that guy. 12 seconds later. Wes Goldberg tweeted out, Sources tell me that Tom Brady's planning to sign a one-day contract with New England Patriots and retire with the franchise. I love it, like, because me and Tom Brady are boys. Like, we're <laughs> close. I, I have his jerseys. I have his bobblehead dolls. Madden cover poster, which I'll never let go of. And I'm never going to sell that stuff. I never get rid of it. I love it too much. Weekdays from 4 to 6. 106.9 FM. 1390 AM, The Fan. Interviews, analysis, and a little bit of fun mixed in. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Napa Auto Parts sponsors Dan Patrick's Above the Noise. Locally owned with five locations from Preston to Providence. Always the best prices on the best parts. Like a 16-ounce can of Seafoam Motor Treatment for only $7.99. Or a 50-pound bag of Blue Heat Ice Melt for only $10. They've got the Napa know-how at the five locations from Preston to Providence. Uh, Guild Mortgage sponsors our text line, 6543. What in the world is this Ridgeline coach trying to prove in doing this stuff in the game? Hopefully what goes around comes around to Ridgeline down the road. Yeah, we better save that conversation for hour number two. Stick for, stick around for that one. You don't want to miss it. Yeah, we'll, we'll get into that. Um, yes, there's definitely some sportsmanship problems there. Um, but it's it's not as one-sided as perhaps... It's being led to believe. Hey, let's talk about this deflate gate thing, huh? How about this? A uh, book coming out saying that the NFL knew about the about their false findings, that they knew about the situation, they didn't want to look stupid with egg on their face, so they didn't release the information that they had reportedly been studying and found that the Patriots were right the whole entire time. Yeah. The NFL's already in enough hot water. This is boiling water now. They owe the Why Patriots. Why do they wait until uh, Tom Brady retires to release this? Yeah. Well, then that's the thing is they're like, well... Yeah, hey, by the way, uh, Tom Brady, congratulations on a great career. By the way, you uh, you were right. You never deflated any footballs. All right, everybody, have a great night. Are you serious? No, man, that's wrong. Like, you give them the, the fine that you find them and two first-round picks. Give them a back. Return it. Yeah. This is a – that is that is so Goodell. I'm trying to think who's a bigger joke, Craig Thompson or Roger Goodell, but it's getting pretty close. Roger Goodell's worth a lot more money. Or so he's he's the bigger joke then. <laughs> I don't know. Right? Uh, maybe, maybe I don't know. Hard <laughs> to know. Uh, looks like the the uh, Saints have settled on their next head coach. The Dolphins have settled on their next head coach. Uh, still a few more openings out there. Um, it's I I don't understand the rush to get NFL head coaches. It's different in the NFL than it is in college. Like, oh, yeah. When the regular season's coming to a close, like there's that early recruiting signing period. Mm-hmm. You have to act quickly yep. to n- name your next head coach because the recruits are in the wind, and you have to secure it and make sure you send a message of stability. 
in the NFL, you don't have that. Why is the, why the rush? Wait until the playoffs are over. Because if you want to interview guys that are currently in the playoffs, that's a huge distraction for them. And they're at a huge disadvantage. We'll get into more of that in, in sportsmanship coming up next hour. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. Yesterday, we got to see some of the NFL's best athletes compete in the Pro Bowl, but the game looked more like two-hand touch than actual football. It's made the Pro Bowl a joke to a lot of fans. But can you really blame the players, though? The NFL added an extra game this year. That's added more damage to players' bodies than normal. The NFL is a lot different, though, than other top sports leagues. NFL contracts have a lot less guaranteed money. That leaves players more vulnerable to injuries. One bad hit, one bad step could cost you millions. Take training camp, for example. Every year you hear about players getting hurt in non-contact drills. That's what happens when you have such explosive athletes moving at full speed. Could the players play a little bit harder without risking injury? I guess they could. But the reality is these players entertain us for a minimum of 18 weeks. They take a beating doing that. So it's hard to say they owe us anything in the Pro Bowl. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. Is your current home loan the right fit for you? Near historic low rates may be a great reason to refinance, but when matched with an expertly chosen loan from Loan Depot, you could be saving money and paying more towards the bottom line. Call a Loan Depot loan officer and ask about our 27-year smart term loan or our 10-year arm loan. Get a great rate matched with a great loan by calling 866-888-LOAN or visit LoanDepot.com. At Loan Depot, home means everything. Rates are subject to change. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing opportunity. NMLS number 174457. Licensed in all 50 states. Hey, it's me, your dream. What happened, man? We used to be tight. I say it's time we get back together. You and me, your dream, live in the van life in a Mercedes-Benz Sprinter. You could start a business or build a log cabin. Whatever you want. It's a Mercedes-Benz van, so it's chock full of innovative safety features. All I'm saying is don't forget about me. I, I mean, I am your lifelong dream. So what do you say? Let's head to the Mercedes-Benz Vans dealership and get... Winter weather means your car is working harder. Get the parts to make your car run its best from your locally owned Napa Auto Parts stores. Receive a $20 rebate on the purchase of any Napa Legend battery. A 16-ounce can of seafoam mortar treatment, $7.99. A gate mouth tool bag, $5.99. And stock up on Blue Heat Ice Melt, 50-pound bag, $10. Always the best prices on the best parts at your five locally owned Preston to Providence Napa Auto Parts. Cold weather is here. Let the gold medal winner in the Best of Northern Utah's Fireplace category help you update your home with Napoleon's full line of gas or wood-burning products. Building a new home? Let the professionals at Advanced Fireplace and Stove design and install your fireplace. From traditional to modern, Napoleon has something for every design and every budget. Install a product that will allow your family to make memories for years to come. Stop by at their showroom or visit them at advancedfireplaceandstove.com. You asked, begged, and even pleaded, and the heavens heard you. KLGN Logan, 1069 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. We are Buzz And here's what you need to know. The New Orleans Saints are promoting defensive coordinator Dennis Allen to head coach. Sean Payton had stepped down. The Texans are promoting defensive coordinator Lovey Smith to head coach. That's now official. Houston had talked to Josh McCown and Brian Flores. Smith has coached the Bears, the Bucks, and the University of Illinois. Ex-Raiders interim coach Rich Bisaccia is expected to become Green Bay's special teams coach. The Giants signed quarterback Davis Webb and punter Jamie Gillen. Bengals tight end C.J. Uzama with his sprained MCL 
Kyle says he expects to play in Sunday's Super Bowl against the Rams in L.A. He's still listed as day-to-day. Rams tight end Tyler Higby with a sprained MCL will likely miss practice at least early in the week. He's day-to-day, not yet ruled out for the big game. Two injury replacements were named for the NBA All-Star game. LaMelo Ball of the Hornets and DeJounte Murray of the Spurs for Kevin Durant and Draymond Green. Five NBA games tonight. I'm Steve DeSager. A presentation of Sports Talk Radio. It's this man. It's the compassion. It's the it's the dignity. It's the wisdom. It's the it's the horse sense of the guy. You know what? This is crap. We're gonna stop this. I can't stand it. Run it again. Huddle up and run it again. We're rolling now. <laughs> I think so. Microphones are on. Marker eight ten go. The Eggies. Merrill for the lead. The Jazz. The high schools. Also's gonna take it on the quarterback draw. He's to the 30, the 25, makes the move to the 20, 15, 10, 5. He's into the end zone. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Number four of my best non-sports sports. Wife carrying. I beg your pardon? It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and A.J. Selvison. Because what you're really saying when you're using all this blabberish is, A.J., you were right and I was wrong. That's what I'm hearing from you. 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Eric France and Andre Salveson here on the Full Court Press. Thanks for tuning in wherever and however you may be listening, whether that's on 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, the 106.9 The Fan free mobile app, streaming us on 106.9thefan.com or listening to our podcasts. And if uh, if not, you can find our podcasts just about everywhere. You subscribe to podcasts, you can find us there. Search Full Court Press, my name, Ajay's name, you'll find us. And um, you can find post-game audio. Uh, you can find uh, past interviews, past shows, and uh, everything that's been discussed here on the program. And as always, we welcome your feedback on our Guild Mortgage text line, 435-339-0321. Ajay, big game tonight, Utah State at Wyoming. Uh, yeah, let's make that for tomorrow night. Huge game. We got to make that for tomorrow night, not tonight. We will get into that tomorrow. But I just want to let people know that um, Al Lewis has got a really, really fun interview coming up tomorrow. Uh, he told talked to me today. Had an extended conversation with Spencer Nelson, who was involved with the uh, recruitment of Justin Bean. Really interesting stories there about uh, trying to get Justin to come to Utah State and trying to convince the coaches to take a, a good, serious look. At Justin Bean. And also, he was involved with the recruitment of Stephen Ashworth. So, uh, stay tuned for that tomorrow night in the pregame for KVNU game night with Al Lewis and Jalen Moore as they do their prep for Utah State at Wyoming. Um, so, just want to get an early plug-in for that because sounds fun. Spencer's always fun interview with Al. He always has a good time with Al Lewis. So, oh, he's a great storyteller and he has a great time doing it. I remember it. when I asked Spencer to be on my uh, – you were gone for like a week. And I was like, hey, Spencer – Want to be because we talked earlier. He's like, "Yeah, I'll, I'll be on your show with you." I'm like, "Great!" And then I texted him, and he never texted me back twice. <laughs> I was he, like, "You know what?" He ghosted you. You know what, Spence? You are no longer one of the great big men in Utah State <laughs> basketball history. That belonged to Trevin Dorius. He's better than you. 
<laughs> wow. You're not salty or anything. I was pissed. No. Um, all right, Eric. We need to get the elephant out of the room here. Uh, so it became a story on Friday night, Friday evening, I believe, uh, when things kind of picked up. But here in Region 11, girls basketball... Ridgeline, who is overwhelmingly one of the best, excuse me, the best team in the in in the four A class, maybe one of the best teams in the state in girls basketball, uh, playing Logan. Logan is not as talented, nearly as talented, or even close to being as talented. Um, I think this game was at Logan, right? And no, the game was in Ridgeline. At Ridgeline, and Coach Jenks is working on her hundredth win, trying to get her hundredth win, and so they thought it would be cute to go try and score a hundred points. In honor of that. But in doing so, they crossed the line uh, in trying to get the 100 points. And has now brought on a one-game suspension for Coach Jinx. Which would be tomorrow, right? I think she served it. She served it? I'm not entirely certain on that. We need our listeners to text in here. Because I, I honestly did not get the full gist. I wasn't at the game, obviously. But four three five three three nine zero three two one. If you want to call in, share your thoughts. Four three five seven five two one zero six nine. Um, Eric, there's a way. There's unwritten rules in almost every sport, right? Like if you're up, if you're up more than seven runs, don't swing at a three zero pitch down the middle. Let it go. Uh, if you are up thirty in a football game with five minutes left, four minutes left. Uh, and it's first and ten. Don't chuck it down the field. Uh, if you are in a basketball game and if you're up 55 points, don't full court press the team. No need at all whatsoever. Uh, by the way, for clarification, she has already served her so she served one her. game suspension. That okay. was on Thursday when they played Skyview. Okay. Uh, good information there. But... I don't know. You just can't. You can't. I mean, there's there's got to be respect for the other team and respect for the coaches. Now, I'm not saying you lay off and you throw up half-court shots every possession you take. I mean, as Bill Belichick once said, what do you want us to do? Take a knee with four minutes left in the ball game? No, we need to keep playing. But when you're full-court pressing a team who is incredibly... I mean, incredibly inferior to you guys. Just not even close to your talent level. And you're up 50. What are you trying to prove? What are you exactly trying to do? What are you trying to make of the situation? I just think it was embarrassing on Coach Jenks and the Ridgeline Riverhawks girls basketball team to be doing that. Incredibly unnecessary. That's where I stand with this. Uh, look, uh, if you're up with that kind of a margin, you don't need to be full court pressing in the fourth quarter. Uh, I, I I totally agree with that. Um, as uh, as I understand it, Coach Jenks um, it, it felt bad. She called the coach and apologized. She got swept up in the moment with the players and trying to uh, achieve a, a laudable goal, laudable achievement, but do it the right way. Yeah, like, and, and I get, get, I mean, getting caught up in the emotion. I don't get that. You're a high school basketball coach. You, you, look, trying you're to get up fifty. You're going to get your hundredth win. What do you mean, game? caught up in the emotion? It, that's what's that's what's exciting for the players to try to do for their coach who they love. You're up fifty. 
You're up 50 points. There is no need to be like, hey, now if you want to go get 100 and you get steals on the other side of the court and go get lips on the other side for a bucket, that's that we're that's a whole different story. This isn't even an issue then. Honestly, if they're going down, Logan misses a shot or turns over the ball and you convert it into two or three points on the other side, we're not even having this discussion. In fact, I have no problem with it. Because, again, you're not going to just sit there and dribble out the last six minutes of the clock. Logan wants you to play. The fans want you to play. But you don't full court press. For, I mean, 94 feet across the court. It's just unreal. I, I, I agree with that. And I, that's, it, it, I hate to see scores like that in high school basketball. Mm-hmm. Because there are, these are kids that are playing the game. It's an extracurricular thing they're trying to do. They're out there. They're trying to compete. Uh, what's what's frustrating here too is that this is a Logan team who just was it last year? Yeah, someone needs Wasn't to explain this to me. Wasn't it just last year they were in the state championship game? Yeah, someone needs to explain this to me. How in the world what happened here? I mean, the, the Karchner girl she goes down to BYU. It's is she really that much of a difference? Like what's happened at yeah. Logan High? What's the- I want to. I want to make sure I'm separating what happened last Tuesday from what's this happening? argument about what's going on with Logan. Okay. Because look, Logan has had multiple games, multiple games where they've only scored one or two points the entire quarter. They only no scored, way. They only scored 15 against Ridgeline that night that we're talking about. They only scored 18 against Bear River, 22 against Green Canyon, 15 against Mountain Crest, 17 against Ridgeline before. 17 against Woods Cross. Like, this is a team that night in and night out is vastly underperforming and getting blown out. So we're focusing on that score, which is garish. But they're getting blown out by 40 and 50 points almost every night. And, and So everybody's I focusing on Coach Jenks. I get and it. And what happened to her. And, yes, pressing against a team like this in the fourth quarter is inappropriate. But what's going on with the Grizzlies? I feel bad. I really, really feel bad. Let's get to our text messages. 5080 text in. Total Bush League. No one would have remembered the team scored 100 points in her 100th win. 100 wins is impressive enough. 1761. My only opinion is you only have a few days of the high school season. Working on something against a lesser team must be done. With the shot clock next year, will this become normal? Mm-hmm. Logan needs to adapt, and the coach needs to make changes as they go. And again, and I think that's what you're referring to. When, yes. When one seven six one brings up a good point, like, look, if if you think this is an issue right now, wait till next year when there's a shot clock, and you better figure things out, or else this is be- this is going to be become a normality, and you don't want that to happen. Before we get to some of our other texts, because I know we've had a lot coming through, and I appreciate that. I can think back to. This has been a little while. A few years back, Boise State would routinely score uh, a lot of points in football. Mm-hmm. Even when, as you described, games in hand, but they're still pressing down the field. And I remember they were getting questioned about it, and people were pressing them. I mean, that's not fair. That's not nice. And their attitude was, look, this is who we are. If you can't stop us, that's your fault. Your fault, yeah. But this is who we are. This is the game plan we're going to execute. This is what we're going to do. This is our identity. This is what we're going to do. And if you can't stop it, that's not on us. 
That's on you. Do now, you. That's also in college football where you have to impress voters and you have to catch attention on highlight reels. And it's a little bit, it is a different scenario. Yeah. But at the same time. This is varsity basketball. Is, yes. You need to be able to compete at, the, uh, at a 4A class Make level. A stop. Because honestly, with all due respect, and I hope I'm, I could get in a lot of trouble for saying this, Eric. But if Logan has an issue with that now, if they were to go play a 5A, 6A team, that 6A team wouldn't even press you, and they'd probably still put up 90 points. Well, they played uh, They played Northridge. And how did that game 72 go? 72 to 15. They played Woods Cross, lost 58 to 17. Wait, they, wait, wait, time out. they played Northridge and lost 72 to 15? Yes. That's a real score? That is a real score. See, then I'm going to start to... Rec- okay, see, now but at I that didn't point... Hear, I didn't hear lots of complaints. I'm starting to... Well, did Northridge press in the fourth quarter? No, that I don't know. I think know. that's the only that's one issue point. I have. So yes, at this point, the only one issue I have is full court pressing in the fourth quarter. Yes. Can I make that clear? I don't have a problem with them scoring a lot of points because, again, if they're getting turnovers off missed shots or whatever it is, stills, and scoring on the other end... We're not even having this conversation, and there's no suspension had. Logan has no gripe at all. Like, if you don't want them to score in 100 points, you might as well go start making shots on your end or at least not turning over the ball. But if you're full-court pressing in the fourth quarter trying to get that 100th bucket, then we got an issue. Um, Let's see here. More texts have came through. 1570, if it's an unwritten rule, then it's really not a rule. So how can you how can you be suspended for breaking a not rule? It's the sportsmanship, though. Yeah, sportsmanship. That's what it was. It was the sportsmanship. 4474, I've taught with, uh, how do you say your first name? Ansley. Ansley Jenkins for years. Regardless of what you think about what happened at the game, understood. understand she is not a great person and teacher. They did not press in the second half. I was there. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Different. Take That's a different take reported. than what we're hearing. Then, also, yeah. four four seven four ads. Eric, you're killing me today. You're on fire, bro. Those deflation sound effects are on point. Oh, that's last. That week. was last week. It's Eric. worth are repeating. Are you serious? Though. It's still worth are saying. Are you serious? Bringing that up. Ajay's last going week? to have his own deflate gate. Four 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 six. Look at the other scores against Logan. Everyone is running it up. Suck it up and get better. Yeah, like if I mean if you're losing seventy two to fifteen at Logan, I mean, I, yeah, that's your fault. Uh, again, I don't have a problem with the score, Eric. I have a problem with how you get that score. If you're pressing, shouldn't be doing it. If you're getting steals, missed shots, and then putting in bucket on the other side, that's great. I mean, honestly, there's n- I have nothing against it at all whatsoever. 0945, the Ridgeline coach was told by the administration during the third quarter to sub out her starters, and she didn't. She ignored them. Interesting. 7994. Boise State is a college. College sports are different than high school sports. This should be a place where sportsmanship is emphasized. Yeah, so how do you do that? Like, cause he and, and 7994 has got a great point. Like, that's Division One football. Like you said, Eric, you're playing for votes, right? You're playing to the style points so you can get a bowl game. I mean, you're trying to impress voters in Division One football. Who are we impressing here? Like, well, aren't, aren't high school players, some of them, so trying to get to the next level uh, as it is for them? Sure. Like College players are trying to get to the next level, to the NFL. Mm-hmm. High school players are trying to get to the collegiate level. Sure. So they're, they're out there to compete, to try hard. Okay, but well... Yeah, but, uh, that's yes, a great there, point. There I, are differences. I as I said it. before, you, you, the collegiate level, there's a lot more at play there with style points... Bowl opportunities, 
highlight reels on the, the nightly sports channels, you know, things like that. Uh, high school level, it, it should be different. Uh, 0945, I also missed these texts. I apologize. 0945, I'll read these. Winning by 81 will never be normal, but Logan will continue to get beat by 40 most games for the next five plus years. There is no youth basketball groups coming through the ranks currently. Most kids at Logan now have never played organized basketball. How does that happen? You go to the state championship one year, and then we have this. Yeah, like, I just don't yeah, understand how, how that happens. Does Karchner, and I love, I love the question you asked. Was Karchner that good? Where And help me, like if you're a Logan they basketball fan. They were playing fan, good basketball one year ago. Yeah, help me here, Logan Grizzly fans. Please help me. Like, was Karchner that good that she carried that team to a state championship? Did they, lo- like, did they lose all their talent because of one girl? Because if that's the case, she should be at BYU. She should be like at Connecticut. (laughs) How do you go from being that good in the state championship to getting flattened and you're averaging 15 points per game by almost the whole entire season? It just doesn't make sense to me. 6860. I'm all for a good blowout, but when you're up that much in the second half, you have to put the second and third team players in. Call off the dogs and respect your opponent. So I'm confused, and, and, and someone helped me out in the – in fact, maybe there, someone might answer here in a little bit, so I'll keep going. 6294, uh, and now with the NIL deals in college, sportsmanship is out the door? I don't know how NIL equates to sportsmanship. Yeah, I don't I don't know if the NIL – I mean, maybe talent-wise, like, you know, because if I have a lot of talent, sponsors are going to want me to be, you know, promoting their stuff. But that's the individual. Because you talked about how, like, you know, these athletes are playing for college scholarships, but I don't know if that really is affected here. 1570 text in. This feels like to me everyone gets a trophy philosophy. If you can't stop the other team, it's not the other team's fault. I I believe in that. Uh, This is, if you can't make a stop, you can't just. Beg them to slow down and give you a chance to catch up. It just that doesn't yeah doesn't yeah, work you, in you, competitive sports. I mean, I mean, what do you want? Again, it's not that they scored that many points. That's not the issue I have with this. It's the issue of full court press. If right. they, I mean, again, one person saying that, that they were there and they didn't press. But six two one one says the article in the paper also said that Logan had to start over. They lost their coach and entire team. How did that happen? They wait, so they lost their coach and their entire team. Yeah, well, then, yeah, now, now, see, that's a whole different conversation. But I don't. If you're getting beat, what was the final score of that game, Eric? Ridgeline and Logan again. Do you have it? Yeah, it was ninety-six to fifteen. How are you giving up ninety points in a girls' basketball game? There's only thirty-two minutes of basketball. How are you giving up 96? Ridgeline's a high-scoring team. Yeah, but I mean, we're talking 96 points in a girls' basketball game. This isn't five Cheryl, Mill- Cheryl Millers on the court. Well, let's see. Ridgeline has scored 50, 53, 51, 47, 48, 60, <laughs> We're halfway to 100 still. And then they put 85 on Logan in their first meeting. Beat Skyview 51 to 49. Mountain Crest sixty to thirty four, so yeah. I, 
the the getting caught up in the moment of trying to hit 100 points for your coach's 100th win. That team will remember that. That coach will remember that. Like in the community, does that resonate? Probably not. No. In fact, it's backfiring. But yeah, and I think Coach Jenks is. I mean, just. I think she suffered enough. In fact, zero four three one suspension seems way too harsh for a score of a basketball game. See, and I don't know. Look, as much as I disagree with her pressing, I don't think there should have been a suspension. I think there should have been a conversation, maybe just a verbal reprimand, like please don't ever do that again. Or some kind of a formal apology. Yeah, I mean, I mean, maybe just hey, and and she did right. She called Logan's coach. She said and and spoke, and I believe the AD spoke to each other too, if I'm not mistaken. Doug Snow is Doug Snow the AD or principal? He's the principal. So they, I think he had also fun. called and 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 and. and Kind of brought the same thoughts as somebody else did. Like, look, Coach Jenks is a wonderful person. I mean, great, great person. And got caught up in that moment and wanted to, you know, get you know do it for the girls. Well, it sounds like it was the girls wanted to do it for For her her. as much as anything. So then, but but see, then I don't really put as much on Coach Jenks. The adult needs to be the adult. Yeah, right? Like, get off, back off, meet him at half court, actually meet him at the three-point line. I mean, because, again, what are you getting from Preston? I... Yeah, nine seven five eight. I come from a high school that once uh, that once won one hundred and eleven consecutive games in girls basketball, and even then the coach had the courtesy to sub out his starters and call off the dogs when we're up by thirty in the fourth quarter. Yeah, I mean again, knowledge of the end, like like read the room, right? But I get. I feel like Coach Jenks has taken so much for it too. Like I'm sure she can barely. I don't even. Uh, maybe I'm exaggerating here, but I hope she can like walk out being like, "Look, it's over. It's done. It happened. My suspension's done. I just want to get back to coaching basketball." Right. Look, we we got some comments on our on our uh, Cash Valley Daily and some of our social media platforms when we posted the gallery of Logan, uh, the Logan Ridgeline game the first time they met. Yeah, when it was eighty-five to seventeen. And there was some criticism then, but certainly the players coming back, like, oh, we got Logan again. It's a coach's 100th game. Look what we did last time. We can hit 100 this time. Let's hit 100. Yeah. Let's get 100 for coach. And just kind of got swept up in it, unfortunately. 4-2-6. And really, it's it's really unfortunate for Logan. I mean, I can't imagine going through the season that they're going through right yeah. now. Yeah. Uh, let's see, 4260 text in. I wonder if there were Riverhawk girls who sat on the bench most of the game and how they feel. If I were them, I would have wanted to play when, we, when you're up 50. From what I – and, and someone help me because I was not there. So please help me and, and clear up any misconceptions I might have of this. But I was told that every girl played for the Riverhawks. I was told every girl that dressed played. From what I understand, when Ridgeline has played Logan, they have gone deep on the bench. And multiple players have been able to play, even those on the sophomore and yeah. even some freshmen. From what I was told, and again, help me if I'm wrong. But at what point they get me. in the game, I can't tell yeah, you. Yeah, I don't know. But just help me make sure I'm clear on that. But I was told that every girl played on the Ridgeline that dressed that night for the varsity game was on the court for the Riverhawks. And like you said, and I agree with you, I, I wasn't. I don't know what time they came in, at what point of the game they came in at all either. Uh, 9948. Usually it's the other way around. A coach that loses that bad should be the one with their job on the line, not the winning coach. But if this is a brand new coach and a brand new team, 
And girls who haven't played organized basketball? See, that's not good. See, and, 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 if, that's, and if that's the case, do you have a girls basketball program? Well, you kind of have to. Title IX reasons. I guess Title IX would say you would, huh? But, I mean, but at this expense, scoring 15 points a game, like at this expense, you'd be willing to put a girls basketball team out there on a the court. Oof. Wow, a lot still more to get through. Love to continue to get yeah, your reactions to this. continue the text. Because this, this isn't one-sided. It's, it's controversial. It's difficult. There are, it's nuanced. Uh, sportsmanship. And we had this debate, uh, was it last week, two weeks ago, about sportsmanship in general? Because mm. there were some people that were upset with the Aggie fans and how they were cheering against Air Force. Oh, I didn't hear this. Yeah, I think you were gone that night. Because somebody texted in with this opinion that, well, they're cadets with the Air Force Academy and we should hold them in a higher regard, which you know, we should respect their Serving our country. being in the military. But does that give them a pass from us cheering against them in organized competition? So I think there's a, a broader discussion about sportsmanship to be had here, um, but also about, look, this is who you are. This is what you do. If you can't stop it, that's not yeah, on me. That's I, not my yeah. fault. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna totally disregard and or excuse me disagree with that. Four three five three three nine zero three two one. Love to continue to get the, the 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 thoughts, the debate, the questions, the hot takes on the Guild Mortgage text line here on the Full Court Press. Winter is upon us, which is the best reason to have a clean and healthy home. This is Dow with ChemDrive Northern Utah. Let us come and make your carpets, rugs and upholstery and hardwood as clean as it can be. Platinum certified with the Carpet and Rug Institute and Indoor Air Quality Association. ChemDrive's hot carbonation and quick dry times will leave your homes healthy and ready to combat the cold and flu season. We're a company that you can trust. Call ChemDrive of Northern Utah. ChemDrive of Northern Utah. ChemDrive of Northern Utah. Advance Heating and AC, the gold medal winner in the best of Northern Utah, is teaming up with Carrier Heating and Cooling. Carrier provides you with the best furnace units available. And now is the best time to buy a new unit before the weather turns Cash Valley cold. Financing options are available. Turn to the experts at Advance Heating and AC and Carrier. Advance Heating and Air Conditioning at 752-7272. Stop by their showroom west of DI. Online, advanceheating-ac.com. It's engagement season. Time to find the perfect ring. S.E. Needham Jewelers is known for beautifully cut diamonds at excellent prices. Guys, the sparkle is what matters most in the diamond you give your sweetheart. Our diamonds stand apart from those of other stores. Come view our diamonds under magnification. Select a diamond that fits your budget and then have it mounted in a ring that she'll love. Remember, you get S.C. Needham quality at internet pricing. Open Monday through Saturday, 10 to 7, where Utah gets engaged. S.E. Needham Jewelers, middle of the block, at the sign of the clock. Steven, stop dragging your feet. Don't you give me that look. You've had a bad attitude all day. Now, look, I know you'd rather be with your friends right now, but this has to be done, and either you start cooperating or I'm going to start taking things away from you. And I think you know what that means, don't you, Steven? Yes, honey, I do. All right. Okay. Watch it. Bigger isn't always better. At Castalite, you'll choose from a huge selection of pavers and receive help from experts. You'll see just how easy it is to do it yourself. For brick, block, rock, paver, and tile, go where the pros go. Online at castalite.com. 
If you have a sweetheart, or better yet, a sweetheart who plays golf, you're going to love this sale. This is Jeff John, head golf professional at Logan River Golf Course. It's time once again for our annual Logan River Valentine's Punch Pass sale. All full passes and half passes are on sale at the lowest prices of the year. Treat the Valentine in your life to the ultimate golf gift, 10 or 20 rounds of golf at the Logan River Golf Course. Happy Valentine's Day from all of us at Logan River. Play well, play fair, play fast. It's the Full Court Press, weekday afternoons from 4 to 6 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Hey, Mountain West Motor is Logan's newest truck and SUV dealership located at 615 North Main in Logan. Uh, They invite you in helping them drive change in our community. So each month... Mountain West Motor will select a local nonprofit for cause to donate funds to. So we can all drive change by helping those in need. Just visit Mountain West Motor, explore your next adventure with a newly customized truck or SUV. Visit MWMotor.com or stop by their new location at 615 North Main in Logan. Uh, text line is blowing up keep them coming this by the way awesome. keep them coming great to get the feedback here six two one one from what i heard the ridgeline starters were in until the fourth quarter see that's not good okay so i think there's a difference here we we've heard that they were pressing in the fourth quarter uh, up until the fourth quarter and then we've heard that the seniors the starters were in until the fourth quarter there's a difference i, I from anyone there because we have somebody who said they were there and there wasn't a full court press going in the fourth quarter. But if you have your starters in, that's, while that's different, it, maybe not desired, it's, it is different. Because if you're pressing, that's, that's where it really crosses the line for me. If your starters are in, maybe a little distasteful, but it doesn't cross the line as far. Yeah, like as if you're pressing Utah State's all the had their way. starters in up 30 on teams before like that. If your starters are in, your starters are in, that's your decision as a coach. That I don't have an issue with that. Um, but I was also told that every girl who was on the court played every, every girl that was dressed. Dressed, yeah. Uh, let's see here. See seven nine nine four. Is that where we're at now? Yes. Uh, in my opinion, a great coach doesn't get caught up in the moment. A great coach understands the team and how to properly motivate and control their team. They would also understand how their behavior impacts all players on the court. Oof. There you I, go. I understand that uh, players from different teams showed up to show some support to the Logan girls when they played a game, a non-region game on Friday. I believe it was against Juan Diego. Oh, really? And to show their solidarity and support for Logan Grizzlies because they're having a rough season. I just don't. Regardless <laughs> of this game or not, they've had a rough year. I just don't know how. <laughs> like, and, and, and here's the thing. Like, we talked about the mental well-being, like, of the girls, right, for Logan High School and what they're going through. Can I be honest? And I'm probably in trouble for this. Why put them on the court just to put them through that? For 32 minutes of game time and an hour and a half of just regular time. Why do you put him through it? What's the point? What are you teaching him? Well, if, if and I don't, I have to admit, I don't know the roster for Logan High. But if there's a lot of underclassmen, it's painful. But these are important learning experiences to get that experience and build. 
You have to build somewhere, to start somewhere. But that's a, a proud program that just recently was in all the way to the state championship. 1181 text in. The Ridgeline game was unfortunate, but how come there hasn't been more criticism of Judge Memorial Girls game last week when they beat Providence Hall 94-33 to and kept their star player in the game and she scored a basket with 137 left in the game uh, and had over 40 points? It's in the Desert News. I, I don't know. That's a great question, 1181. You ask a really, really wonderful question, and I'm not sure. Because that article is probably celebrating the individual player. I, I don't know. I yeah, and that's article. true. I mean, and, and, and maybe, I don't know, 1181, maybe there's a lot of voice that was against what Ridgeline did, more so than what happened to Providence Hall. I'm not sure. I wish I wish I had a good answer for you, and I'm sorry I don't. 4260, the reason high school sports emphasize sportsmanship more so than D1 college or pro is because they don't want bullying going on with minors. Yeah, and it's tough. I mean, I I get it. I mean, it's hard. Because you don't want those girls to, you know, lose that sense of confidence. Because, I mean, look, any athlete who goes through sports can lose confidence not only in their talent on the court or field, but can lose confidence in themselves. That's not a joke. Like, they can absolutely lose confidence in themselves as a human being in life. Like, oh, yeah, huge. Man, I, like, I can't score a bucket means I can't, I can't get a date to the dance. I remember Dr. Uh, Rich Gordon. Yes. One of the, I love Dr. Gordon. One of the Gordon. great things that uh, I heard him say and stuck with me is that athletes, and it's really hard, but athletes cannot equate their personal individual success with their own self-worth. Because if you're winning, it's great, but if you're losing, it's bad. Mm-hmm. And you have to separate your success in the field of play from who you are as a person. Not easy to do. Easier said than done. One five seven zero. I know it's not the same, and it's not a team sport. But do you really think Tiger Woods cared that he won by twenty strokes in the U.S. Open? None of those golfers cried that he beat them too bad. It's, it's not the score for me. It's the way they scored in the end by pressing. Like, I mean, I, I mean, if if Tiger Woods went over there and took Phil Mickelson's ball and threw it into the water. Or he's standing right by him, oh, yeah. heckling him when he's yeah, like, doing his swing. Yeah, you know, ch- chirping at him while he's trying to swing. We've got issues. But you can't ask Tiger, hey, will you hit your ball 40 yards into the woods since you're up by 20 and then try to fish yourself out of it? Like, you can't do that in golf. I mean, this. The, what I'm saying is that the girls had a lot more in control of getting to 100. If they get to 100 in the normal way, I'm fine with it. But, yeah. One five four zero. I'm late with the discussion, so I don't know all that you guys said. But in case you weren't aware, the Ridgeline team full court pressed the entire first half with their starters on the floor. They continued to play the starters deep into the fourth quarter before they allowed any non-varsity players on the floor. It was absolutely atrocious. No excuse for what the coach did. And there were parents from Ridgeline apologizing to the other team. Really? Casey, now Moore's coming to So I appreciate that text, 1540. Moore's coming to light because I wasn't there. I, I mean, I, and I I was at a Utah State game when I had a couple of fans pull me aside and say, hey, have you heard about this? And I said, no. And they had like a nine-minute talk with me about what had happened. And they're like, you guys, you know, you guys need to talk about this. And I'm like, well, I mean, we'll we'll try and find out the details and we'll talk about it and we'll go from there. And after I texted you, you're all like, yeah, you know, I, I see what's going on. I mean, yeah, I, I see. And that's that's interesting. Like, Look, the first half, 
Fine. That's who Ridgeline is. That's what they've done. That's what you do. But when you get into the the, the fourth quarter, deep into the fourth quarter, and you already have that lead, you don't need your starters in. But they they weren't pressing in the fourth quarter. Is what this sounds like from those who were there. Yeah. So that is a difference in my mind. If you're pressing in the fourth quarter with that kind of a lead, that's really distasteful. Nine nine four eight. There's a lot of people saying that Ridgeline should have let up. I get it. But I would rather lose by 80 points from a team playing their hardest than knowing that they are going half throttle. This is sports. Losing by one is no different than losing by 50. A loss is a loss. Well, when we get to the shot clock era, it's going to dramatically yeah, change. It's, yeah, all this is going to change in a because lot of ways. I've but, seen some of these games where they just try to ice the game and they're passing the ball around the horn uh, for two minutes trying to just work the clock and that drives me bonkers mm. so you can't do that you have to have a possession you have to put up a shot um so it, it's it's going to change we might might see more of these types of lopsided games in high school sports five two four two what's the key to the game tonight for the utah jazz got a good one i mean actually they have winnable games here for a little bit of a stretch eric I mean, especially back-to-back mondays so i winnable games and this is another one for the Utah Jazz. I just want – is Rudy out tonight? Yes, he did do some drills today with the team. That's encouraging. Daniel House is out. Uh, his ten, third 10-day contract is over, so they have to make a decision if they're going to make him a permanent. Sign him already. I know, they should. But Donovan Mitchell's back. Uh, Knicks had a huge lead over the Lakers. Should have won. Let it slip away. <laughs> so they, they've got to be really frustrated. Yeah. But I think for the Jazz – like having Donovan Mitchell back, you saw his balance and his energy and what he brings to the team. Um, similar effort. I think you're going to get something like similar tonight. Against Brooklyn, I think they'll be just fine. Ball movement and uh, and 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 uh, good defense. I like the, Correct, the development of Doke. And look with Rudy Gobert out, and some of these guys that have been out. It's forced some of these rotation guys and other guys to step in and play important roles. And while it's been shaky at times, it's been really important development for him. This is going to help the Jazz in the long run. A couple more texts. we got to take a break again, but keep them coming. Please, we love hearing from our listeners. 6891, uh, she should have dropped 100. I have literally zero issue with what that coach did. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, like I said, this is very nuanced. There's multiple points of view on this. Uh, I think that pressing late with your starters, that's not... That's not, That's not kosher cool. with me. Yeah. yeah. Like But it, a team playing their style of basketball and just doing what they do. Ridgeline doesn't have a lot of like old players on their team. Yeah. It's a young team. Yeah. So they're this isn't just about this team this year. This is about developing their team for years to come. Five three three eight. Isn't there a mercy rule in high school sports? Only for baseball and basketball and softball. Or sorry, baseball and football and softball. I sorry, uh, in football it's thirty-five plus points. The clock will run even on incomplete passes, except for timeouts. Uh, in baseball, if you're up by ten after five, game is over. So that's your, those are your two mercy rules, and that's it for baseball and softball. But that's it for high school sports. Eric, do you create a mercy rule in basketball so this kind of stuff doesn't happen? What would it be? It's just, just running clock. Again? Yeah, yeah, you're just running clock, free throws. Even if you call timeouts. No, 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 timeouts. It's the same thing as football, Eric. Come on. <laughs> it, okay, free throws, out of bounds, fouls. You run the clock the whole entire time. If you're up by you're thirty up by plus. 30 if you're up by 30 quarter? plus no in any quarter 
Well, I guess no, third and fourth quarter. I'll say second half. Yeah, leave it to the second half. Three nine three five. It was the coach's hundred victory, and the girls were trying to get a hundred points. Totally understand, yes. but you got to find a different way than pressing in the fourth quarter. If you get 100 points playing flat-out great defense, forcing turnovers and missed shots on the other side of the court when you're up 30, I'm cool with it. Hey, go get 100. That That's all yours, all day, all long. But I don't know if you press. That's the last one issue I had, nine zero nine two. I get I get that what Ridgeline did should be questioned, but what are you going to do in Ridgeline's place? Tell your girls not to score? No, just tell them not to press. Go score on the other it, side. Scoring's not the issue. Yeah. It, it was the pressing. Just the press. Yeah. If you, I mean, go down. If you want to run a fast break, by all means, do it. Like, if you've got the numbers, run. That's Because you said it. Like, that's what Ridgeline does. That's what they're really good at, run and gun. If you score that way, forcing a turnover or a missed shot on the other side of the court, let's play. I love it. 6294, pro golf versus girls high school basketball analogy. Not a good analogy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah maybe it's, not the best fair. one. 6891, the good part about this subject is you get a lot of different opinions. Absolutely. Yes, very Absolutely. True. As I said, it's nuanced. There's a lot of different viewpoints on this. 8003, this is a tough topic. Way to take it on, fellas. 100 points for the 100th win. Game goal? Maybe. I have known Coach Jinx for many years and feel there is more to the story than we know. And soccer 8 is the mercy rule. Okay, so there's a mercy rule in soccer. Oh, there is a mercy. I didn't know that in soccer. Okay. okay, yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, I, I know Coach Jenks. Uh, I know she feels bad. I'm uh, sure she and, does. And she apologized. Um, the, the players were trying to hit a milestone on her milestone win. Can I? Can I ask the? Can I ask the devil's question? Does she feel bad because she got reprimanded so harshly? Uh, I think she was. I don't know. I don't know the timeline of events. Me neither. If she made the phone call before the reprimand, but uh, from what I understand, she called the opposing coach after the game. So that would have been before the reprimand. But again, I don't know the fine details of that. Four three five three three nine zero three two one. Boy, hot, hot topic, hot discussion uh, about sportsmanship, especially in high school sports. Do uh, you lay off the dogs? You just salt the game away, as they say, and do what I hate about high school basketball and just pass the ball around and eat clock. Um, or you say, this is who we are. If you can't stop us, that's not our fault. 8003, I think she apologized prior to, what is that word? The fecal matter hitting the fan. What does that mean? <laughs> what does it mean? I hate you. Hi, this is James Stevens with White Pine Funeral Services. At White Pine, we value compassion, integrity, and service. We are committed to serving you and treating your family as our family. We will be here when you need us most to listen, to help, and to provide exactly what your circumstances require. At White Pine, we promise to dedicate our time and attention to you and your family. We invite you to come by and meet us. We're confident you'll feel a difference. A romantic setting, delicious cuisines, mouth-watering desserts, and your favorite dinner date. Celebrate with your Valentine at Elements Restaurant. Along with Elements' delightful regular menu, they're offering Valentine specials for two that include mouth-watering steak, seafood, or chicken entrees, complete with red velvet cake, chocolate mousse, and chocolate-covered strawberries. Reservations are available Friday, February 11th, Saturday the 12th, or Monday the 14th. Make this Valentine's Day extraordinary. Reserve at TheElementsRestaurant.com or call 750 750-5171. 
Hi, this is Ashley with LSS Insurance. Wondering how and where to sign up for Medicare? We can help. We will get you all the information you need. Call 752-9493. Here at LSS, we focus solely on health insurance. As your local health insurance agency, we're here for you now and in the years to come. There's no cost to work with us. Medicare doesn't have to be confusing. Let us make things clear. Call 752-9493. The new year isn't the only thing we're celebrating here at Alpine Home Medical. This year marks our 25th anniversary, and we could be happier to serve you. Hi, I'm Jay Broadbent. If you haven't shopped with us, we'd love for you to make us your one-stop shop for any of your home medical needs. They're always changing, so please don't hesitate to stop by any of our 10 locations throughout Utah and Southern Idaho. Alpine Home Medical, we bring wellness home. Or online at alpinehomemedical.com. It doesn't matter who you root for. The Full Court Press has all the high school sports covered. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. Vaseline Instant Oil Change is now open at 695 North Main in Logan. Quick, clean, easy, and that's how it should be when it comes to an oil change. Stop in today where there's a new quick lube business in town. Vaseline Instant Oil Change is located just right across from Angie's. Get your vehicle serviced by trained professionals against 695 North Main in Logan. Big thanks to Vaseline for being a part of the Full Court Press Show and all our wonderful sponsors and all our wonderful listeners. Eric, I've been the fastest 45 minutes of a show I've ever seen in my oh, it's life. flown by. Great comments on our Guild Mortgage text line. A few more have come in th- during the break. 9315, you can make the mercy rule that you have to bring in the freshmen and, and, uh, until the game gets back down to a competitive margin. Uh, maybe, but I think that I like your idea, uh, especially in the second half. If you're up by 30, just keep the clock running during free yeah. throws. Yeah, timeout. Out uh, not timeout. Just uh, out of bounds. Free throws, stuff like that, made shots, everything in between. Just you, you run the clock. Just, just let it run. Yep, absolutely. 7994. Ajay, if you don't understand fecal matter, you don't understand. Beep. Oh, that's what it is. Okay, well, <laughs> couldn't they just said it was crap? <laughs> crap hit the fan or poop hit the fan? Why do we got to use big words, you guys? Yeah, fecal is a really big word. It's like it is. five letters. No, do, okay. Is that on your word you, for the day? Oh, wow. Look at you. Look at you. I'm going to try that on my next I read a dictionary during my spare time. I'm Eric Franson. 6891. Six, uh, I know I'm going to get a lot of heat for this, but why not suspend the Logan coach for putting a trash team out there all year? Look, that's it's hard. Like I don't understand what's going on with that team. Yeah, it, It's a team that one year ago was in the state title game and was like, – that game went in overtime, didn't it? I mean, they yeah, were close did. to winning the state title yeah. last year. Yeah. So I don't know what's going on with that team and the athletic department and, and what's gone on there with their development. I, I don't know, but something definitely has happened there, and it's that's really frustrating, and it's too bad. It's sad. It's sad. Zero nine four five. there's no honor in beating a team like Logan by 81. That's the equivalent of Ridgeline beating any other high school Valley's freshman team. Put the end of the bench in for the majority of the second half. Sportsmanship and character matter in high school sports. And, and I agree and with And that's that. true. Like, I mean, cause, so they read the Region 11 sportsmanship statement every single game for every single event, right? 
they don't read anything like that for Division One basketball. They're not like, hey, fam, please, uh, you know, keep your comments, you know, respectful and polite. They don't do that. Um, so I mean, there's a point to what they're saying, but yeah, five eight six zero. This is just another example of the rich privileged dunking on their neighbors. Also, why does the valley of a hundred thousand people have two school districts? <laughs> Why do we have two school districts, actually? That's a great question. Uh, it's not the only place where that takes place. but uh, I don't know about rich, privileged dunking on their neighbors. That Ridgeline, look, Logan was in the state title game a year ago. But again, do they lost it? It's a new coach and a brand new team. Like a text earlier just said that a lot of these girls never played organized basketball before. But see, that's the concern I have is why do you put a team together if you ha- are in that kind of a situation? Why do you put you, a Logan you gotta High School? you got to start somewhere. You can't. Not like this, though. Not like this. It's. I need to get some more information on what's really going on over there at Logan. 9315, what effects does this have on players to win or lose by this much? Well, the winning's fine. The losing, I think, is what might be the issue. Uh, 5842, with the RPI rankings being the way uh, we determine seeding, isn't the state encouraging blowouts to get the number one seed in the state tournament? Mm. After all, the only way to rank teams is to compare how they did head-to-head and margin of victory over a common opponent. Uh, Actually, no, it's not entirely correct. Uh, margin of victory does not play into how the RPI is factored. Yeah. There's probably a reason why. Yeah. At the uh, Utah high school level, margin of victory is not a factor. <laughs> uh, maybe it is for tiebreakers. I have to double check that. But I'm pretty sure margin of victory is not part of the component for RPI. Okay. Uh, Got to take another step aside when we come back. Um, yeah, some final thoughts on this. Also, an update on what's happened this past weekend throughout the Mountain West Conference. This is your Mountain West Basketball Update with Matt Neverett. On Sunday afternoon in Southern California, Matt Bradley and the San Diego State Aztecs fended off Nevada in a 65-63 win, handing the Wolfpack their fifth straight loss. A long three by Bradley. Good! Matt Bradley, you shoot the basketball, son. That's the legend Ted Leitner on Extra 1360 San Diego. Wyoming continued its momentum with its fourth win ever at Save Mart Center in Fresno as they were able to hold on to the win in a 61-59 final over Fresno State on Sunday night. Saturday night featured a trio of games around the conference, including the second win of the week for the Utah State Aggies. After downing San Jose State on Thursday, Ryan Odom's squad earned their second home win in three days by holding off UNLV in a 90-75 final. Justin Bean was stellar, posting 32 points on 11-15 of shooting in yet another double-double. Scott Gerrard had the call on Learfield. Justin Bean to Ashworth, back to Bean, take the three, why not? Yes! Bean with 32 and 10! The first place Boise State Broncos moved to 9-1 and in Mountain West play Saturday after holding off San Jose State in a 76-60 final score. Moore trying to get it back to Gorner, ball tipped away, Rice with the steal, flip it ahead to Degenhart, Degenhart one on four, takes it to the basket and gets the layup. Bob Beeler on the call. Freshman Tyson Dagenhart dropped a career-high 23 points for the Broncos. New Mexico was able to utilize a high-flying offensive attack in their 91-77 win at Air Force Saturday night, most of which came in an incredible display by Jalen House. Inbound of the House. House has three seconds. House has two seconds. Half court on the way. Good! A 
triple at the horn. Robert Portnoy on KKOB Albuquerque. David Roddy was the hero for Colorado State Thursday evening in their 58-57 win over San Diego State by recording a team-high 22 points, and he scored the game's winning basket with eight seconds left to improve the Rams to 7-3 in conference play after their perfect 10-0 non-conference slate. And that's your Mountain West basketball update. I'm Matt Neverett. 2022 is all about you. This is Dan at the Sports Academy. It's time to take control of one of the most important parts of your life, your health. Sports Academy offers the largest variety of fitness equipment and group fitness classes like cycling, yoga, high fitness, Zumba, and water aerobics. Classes for all ages and abilities. Take control of your health and experience the difference at the Sports Academy. Your club, your results, your life. Cash Valley Bank's newest branch is now open in Preston. I'm Lance Zollinger, and I'm excited to announce Cash Valley Bank is now open inside Stokes Marketplace. If you're an existing customer, you'll love the convenience. If you're not a customer, we'd love to have you open a new account with us, or even talk with us about a loan for your farmer business. Cash Valley Bank, a community bank where decisions are still made locally, now open in Preston. Cash Valley Bank, member FDIC. Northern Utah and Southern Idaho's home for sports. It's the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Another Full Court Press show is coming to a close, but you can find them on Twitter. Follow Eric Franzen at eFranzen and Audrey Salveson at Audrey Salve. If you missed today's episode, find it on 106.9thefan.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Eric France and Ajay Salveson here on the Full Court Press. And that that was a crap show, whatever you just did. That didn't work. Uh, straight from the Utah High School Activities Association website, they're frequently asked questions about RPI. question is, does the score differential matter in the RPI? And the answer, the RPI is based on a win-loss formula. Score differential will have no bearing on the RPI. It is no benefit to the team to run up the score. 6211, like I said in my previous post, the Herald Journal stated that Logan had to start over after losing their coach and all of its players. Someone from Logan needs to explain this. Yeah, I. It's, it's, it's really weird. bad. Yeah, it's I feel, weird. 6211, I'm with you. Girls that are trying to make a go of it. Yeah, 6211, I'm with you. Like, someone needs to explain what happened. How do you lose your coach and all your players? That's not great. I feel bad for Logan. I mean, I really do. I, and I don't feel bad because they got beat by 50 or whatever or it was. 81. I don't feel bad as much about that as I feel bad that it's been a consistent issue. Because I didn't know this. I didn't know it's been a consistent issue throughout the whole entire season. Right. This wasn't just a one-game flop. This was a another game and another blowout by 40-plus. Routinely losses by 30 to 50 points. It's not good. Yeah, it's rough. Uh, speaking of girls basketball, tomorrow, big one. Skyview versus Green Canyon in our Cache Valley Media Group, Region 11 Girls Basketball Game of the Week. Hurricane John Newbold will be calling that one, and it'll be uh, shown on CacheValleyDaily.com. And uh, this is a big one because of uh, what the RPI rankings are and how close these two teams are in the standings. So big showdown in Smithfield tomorrow, and then we've got some other big games on uh, Wednesday and Friday on Cash Valley Daily and across our Cash Valley Media Group uh, group of radio stations carrying those games. So very, very busy week. The final week of the regular season and the first round of the playoffs are next Friday. So after this week, the final RPI rankings will be released. 
And then based on those rankings, the seedings will be set. I'm sure we're going to have some rematches mm-hmm. of region games that will be played. There's probably going to be some teams that will have to travel down to Southern Utah. And uh, we'll make sense of all that when it comes to it. And then the state tournament is going to be in Southern Utah down on the campus of Dixie State. Wow. So definitely. We're getting there, uh, man. Uh, 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 there'll be a lot of Region 10 fans in attendance. <laughs> yeah. See if we can match it, right? Yes. See if we can match it. That's that's what the hope is. Uh, very busy day here on the uh, Full Court Press on the Guild Mortgage text line. Thank you Thank so much you. for Absolutely. weighing in. Absolutely. It is a difficult issue to tackle. A lot of different opinions on it. Bottom line here is sportsmanship does matter. Um, be who you are. Uh, just because someone else can't handle it, that's tough. But I think you also have to read the room, right? I think you have to be aware of what's going on. And we don't need to do unnecessary things to get uh, inflated Amen. numbers. Yep. So, uh, we'll be back at it tomorrow previewing Utah State at Wyoming. See you then.